There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. No, it's not I didn't like it. Do you want to talk about it? it very, we, talk very about scary. It? we can talk about hags if you want. Can we start again? We'll start again. He's rolling. Wait, I mean, no, start... He's rolling. He's going. Yeah, but I hate it when it's all messy at the beginning. Why? It's, it's, that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be real. It's supposed to be this weird manufactured reality that you want it to be. Here we are. And you said what you... What do you, what do you and is that you pretending up? to be a hag to make me understand no, what I'm it is? pretending to be a hag. I am a hag. You're being haggish. It comes naturally to me. So this is the book, that, so I wrote on my Substack about this book, Hags, The Demonization of Middle-Aged Women by Victoria Smith. And I tried to, to read it. I got to page 29 and it was so scary that I had to slam it shut and put it aside because it was just too truthful and terrifying. And what's scary about it? It's just the awful truth of life as a woman when you are, when you're basically over 35 slash 40 slash kind of. Oh, I wouldn't. Think women turn into hags until about fifty. <laughs> well, as someone pointed out on my Substack, she said, "She said, Jesus Christ, I'm sixty. After hag comes crone." But then she made the very good point. <laughs> she made the some very women point. go straight to crone and skip hag. I'm thinking about doing that. I'm thinking just skip out hag and go straight to just just invisible tiny old lady digging the garden. But as the, a woman on my uh, Substack pointed out, her mother died when she was 37 of breast cancer, and she said, "I'm 60, but I thought I was I thought I was probably going to die in my mid 30s as well." So she sees it from a completely different point of view and doesn't accept. She she sort of thinks every day lived as a hag is better than a day not lived as anything at all. Anyway, that's what I've been reading. It's terribly, terribly good. You should definitely buy it and read it. Hags by Victoria. Yeah, and you stopped reading it this morning. You tossed I it away in bed I, and you couldn't bear it because it seemed to be describing sort of... Thoughts in my head. It was really bad. It was... I'll read out, I'll read out a passage that really scared me. If you are good enough, pretty enough, sweet enough, quiet enough, teach the children to behave, hate the right people and marry the right men, then you will be allowed to coexist with the patriarchy in relative peace. Now, I would never describe myself as good and pretty and sweet and quiet. But, pretty? But I sort of know what it's getting at. I know what it's getting at there. Yeah, but, but if I basically make myself very, very small and tiny and unobjectionable, then no one will call me a hag. Uh, but... I mean, obviously, that is a beef that women have had, probably presumably forever, and have expressed, been expressing for some time. That look, men have to see, appear to have the patriarchy appears to have certain uses for women, 
mostly sexual and, and decorative. And then as those wane, they lose interest in them unless they behave. Mm. But, but is it really, really true in the real world? I, I have to t- say right now, I did not really get past page 29 because I was so scared. I sort of flicked through the rest of it, which is, re- which is very, very interesting. And it's all very current and very now and very good. But there are no platitudes in this book. There is not a thing that goes, so come on, ladies, take your laughter lines and those curves and show the world that you've still got it. There's none of that. That's like, and after big being a hag for a bit, you're then going to die, is basically what the book says, which I think is amazing because I don't like platitudes either. Sure. And the thing you, the piece you describe is the Daily Mail. It would be the Daily Mail, which is like, we read it. We, we don't mind it. It has its ups and downs. It would respond to the new book, Hags, by Victoria Smith, said that women are... So how not to be a hag? <laughs> don't Rather than yeah, respond exactly. to the societal ill. I know, that's the thing. That's the thing. I, I read this and I just felt I just felt this horrible confluence of feelings, which was, yes, you're completely right. We are We are made out to be hags. Also, how can I how can I make this not happen to me when she's saying it's inevitable? Forget it. You can't just inject poison into your wrinkles. So, do you agree with that proposition that you've highlighted in the book that that, that, that society has no place for a not technically beautiful woman of a certain age who's a bit angry? Because I think there's loads and loads of them about, and well, they personally, fine. personally, I think that the that that society, a certain section of society is run by quote-unquote hags. It, 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 um, they, they tend to volunteer. They have, they have time and experience. They, 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 they prop up a certain end of society. You slightly reject the idea of hags. It's very, it's very comforting in you saying to me, you're not a hag, and I don't think you necessarily have to be a hag, and that's not how I think of women your age as hags. You're not, you, you don't I'm not do looking a, for no. um, a new partner. Or sexual adornment of any sort. I'm not looking for work colleagues. I'm like trying to make the long, slow decline to the grave as painless as possible <laughs> from here. So I don't really give a fuck what women look like or where or, right. do, or, or men really. Mm. There's a there's a there's a line. Uh, I mean, it comes from somewhere particular. It's it's a chap saying, "I realise this," and I read it in the great miasma of papers that we were sort of been reading today and yesterday and everything, someone was reminding me in, in, in a piece, but it relates to this. But so it was this, this guy saying it's this, it's this truism, this gnomic utterance, you know, it, when I was a young man, uh, I worried desperately what people thought about me. Um, when I passed into my forties, I stopped giving a fuck what people thought about me. When I passed 60, I realised people weren't thinking about me. Yeah. Um, and that seems to be, I wonder if that's a journey you could, that hags could also have. There's a, as, a, as, a, as a woman, as a man too, but you have the thing with the passing of, you fear the passing of physical beauty, bodily changes and face and hair. and not, not like screeching in the mirror and howling and cutting yourself and like going for Botox, but you sort of... Yeah. You just... In my head, that's how it sounds very much. But it's yeah. Sometimes to me, you want, and, I, and I get a bit fed up with saying you look, Lovely or beautiful, or your your boobs are fantastic. No, because very it, well, it seems shallow and dim, although you like it. So, <laughs> so there's no point going. But also, you know, whenever you walk naked across the bedroom, I am kind of a. <laughs> and you know, da, 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 which is different from doing it at the office party to a woman half your age. I appreciate. Um, but there's, there, you know, I'm going, and I go, and you like, you, you sort of, I think you don't want that, but you do want that. No, of course I do. I also tell you, your work is good, your writing is funny, that you're. No, you're endlessly supportive and you're a massive feminist. And you also love, more than anything, a cackling old hag. They're your favourite people. You come back about my a... female friends. Yes. Who are all by... you, come back, you come back from parties going, oh my God, I had a wonderful time with whoever blank. it is, with blank. blank. Who's not, I mean, not a hag, but a hag in, in the terms of this book, a hag. You They're also, your favourite people. Well, you also, 
Yes, but it's like it's reappropriating possibly the word hag, like other words which we won't be saying on this podcast, that can sometimes, the people of whom they've been used derogatorily, historically, might want to reclaim it and go hag. Absolutely, absolutely. And she actually addresses that in this book. She says, you know, women want to reclaim the words hag and slut. And Jonathan Van Ness, who is a television personality and he's on a programme called Queer Eye, um, and he uh, works very hard to reclaim the word slut on the behalf of women. And he, on his Instagram, he's always saying, you are a hot slut. And all of that. And that's all very, that's all great and fine and funny. It doesn't change the fact that if a man decides to fling the word hag or slut or slag or any of those words at you, it, st- it's, it stings. Anyway, so hags are good. If I were going hags to... Hags one, I... world zero. Hags are, this book is new. Yes, brand new. So I could read it and I could... What's the bloke equivalent of a hag? Hags are being talked about. This book, obviously, I would write my, you know, it's great, women are great, hags are great. Up the hags. Up the hags. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, uh, and, and like the bloke equivalent. But, or I'm segueing here into a different story. Go on. Because okay? imagine if you're like actresses, it happens to, you know, that you, you get older and suddenly don't think you get to 79 makes me think like Robert De Niro he's had a baby I mean, at 79 yeah. I mean, and, he's, and, he's, and he's had a, he's had a he's had an actual child is that the thing that protects men against from a haggery is this De Niro's toughest role yet such good headline writing yeah uh, when you're when you're the parent of blah, 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 yeah 79 years old he's revealed it in an interview it's his seventh child he's got a kid of 51 and now he's got one oh newborn. god and the, the, the child's brother is 51 the baby's brother is 51. Yeah, yeah it's, I just... I, I, look, I think all of these things, uh, you know, having a child at 79, you know, the, the, the Botox, the, the motorcycle, the, the younger girlfriend, the you know, women, women go, going to younger boyfriend or whatever, it's all just a manifestation of a fear of death, isn't it? Isn't that what they're all doing? They're all going, oh my God, I'm going to die. I can't bear it. I can't bear it. I can't bear it. I'm going to have to Botox my face and have a baby. Not death. Um... It's a loss of masculinity and possibly has a, whether, I don't know what his wife would have, would, have, would have been, but men who do that sort of thing, possibly because their wives uh, who are their age no longer regard them in that way, no longer regard them sexually, no longer regard them as sort of uh, as virile and, and stuff. And so you go to a younger woman and he's found this younger woman who's a, she wants to not only have sex with him, gestate a baby for him. Therefore, I, I suppose thinking, you know, validating as him as this thing which he thought he'd lost and also saying I think you're going to live long enough yeah. to to and be a good enough dad to look after well, this that's kid. what I mean that's what I mean you're saying you know, loss of masculinity loss of virility blah 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 all of that the, 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 the end point for that is all death and I think if you if you if you as a an old, slightly older person if you start to to view those things through the prism of you're just scared of dying I think it puts everything in perspective and makes it all look a bit silly I'm desperate to have Botox and get all sorts of shit. I thought you were going to say another child. No. Oh, no thanks. I, I'm so desperate to do all sorts of shit to my face to, to kind of prop it up and, like, you know, keep it keep it going. But it's, but it's just a fear of death. That's all it is. And you have to make peace with Why is it death. a fear of death? When you're dead, you'll get lovely, smooth, waxy skin. <laughs> True. And they will mould it into a thing and put makeup on. I'm going to get someone to do really shit makeup on you when you die. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm, I'm going to be dead, aren't I? But if I'm not dead, I'm going to have you dressed in something awful, really slutty clothes, behind that you won't wear now. Yeah, exactly. You can have me dressed in my, in my wedding 
in my wedding day party dress, which was that spandex pink thing. It was an amazing dress. I remember the way that Kenton looked at your boobs in it at our wedding after party. Mm -hmm. And I thought, Yeah, my boobs are, my boobs are all right. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Let's move on to something else. Um, the story I like, right, yeah. is the is the garden story. Oh no, not sorry, not sorry, not gardens. British kitchens. Um, it was a, the story about how plain English kitchens are very popular in America. When did the Brit Kit Country Kitchen conquer America? Americans have fallen hard for the British kitchen. Uh, writes Katrina Burroughs. Not since Reagan and Thatcher has there been such a special relationship as the loving the Yanks are conducting with our kitchen cabinets. The Leicestershire kitchen maker Devol, Devol, oh. uh, have you heard of it? Yeah. Really? Uh, the Brit Kit, it's, it's, an, it's like, it's not quite Beatlemania, but the Brit Kit is a definite hit. The Brit Kit is a very particularly designed, old-timey painted wood with a top note of Cotswold Cottage and a whiff of below stairs Downton Abbey. Think aged brass, cup handles and freestanding larders the size of wardrobes, marble slab tops, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. There's the peg. Well, I might, I, what the hell did their kitchens look like before? Well, they don't, only in Manhattan, they really had kitchens. Any sane person, that's what their kitchen looks like. No? <laughs> they have, so, uh, no, they have, they, they, I think they, they famously, they go, go out to eat, don't they? They have a tiny cupboard yeah. for a kitchen. and they don't. But now they want to have these kitchens with all these things, with a, with a top load of Cotswold Cottage. I mean... Um, uh, which it smells a lot like fetid dog in my experience. Yeah. So, uh, the, so the natural uh, place to go with this is... No, no, let me introduce you to what a real British kitchen looks like. Americans think a British kitchen is this, but yeah. now there's a slight problem is we probably have, we quite like our kitchen. Our kitchen works and is nice. No, it's, this is just an opportunity to make yeah. fun of middle so class when, kitchens. So when Gwyneth Paltrow puts, puts in her British kitchen, yes. does she put one of those little plastic racks for drying wet pants on the radiator? <laughs> an, over, an, an over towel error, which I'm madly, in, an over radiator error, which I'm madly in love with and you hate. Oh God, fucking hate it. The thing is, when it. you have small children in the winter and they come in, Neil's nodding, 
and they come in with their fucking wet shoes and their wet socks. You need somewhere downstairs in the kitchen to dry them and dry it's not, the it's shoes. It's not there now. It has no, little, I take it away in the I summer because I know you hate those it. Those little blue nubs it has for like <laughs> just holding it on to the side thing. And you put, I always fucking walk into it. I go out to open the V-Lux window. Mm. If you've got to put the V-Lux in. Do you v-lux. have a V-Lux window which doesn't quite shut and rain? You forget yeah. to shut it and then it there's a rains. storm. Everything goes wet. But so, but whenever I walk over that, I always bang into that bloody... You're a clumsy fuckhead. That's nothing to do with my over radiated Queen towel Paltrow doesn't say that to Chris Martin or whoever no, she is. No, they're divorced. Are they? Yes, she's going on That's probably because she kept putting a fucking air dryer on the... Uh... She's married to Brad Falchuk now. Uh, other things that a British kitchen Over needs, Rad era, okay. Uh, a shelf full of three quarters full vitamin bottles. A pet corner with... E. Oh, we've, we've got the, 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 the cat litter. Cat which... litter, worming tablets, etc. Um, all the local tomcat piss. Local tomcat piss, very important. Oh, oh, the children's the children's height chart thing. You've got to have one of those somewhere in the kitchen. Uh, uh, other things you have in the radio. Just so, describe our kitchen. Our kitchen is so. Our, this is the most British kitchen I've ever sat in in my life. Just the kind of the, just the jumble of crap. The collection of cereals. Five miniature cricket bats signed by. Five miniature cricket bats. You know the the kids old. Oh, like, but hang about. What about what about. 10,000 Ocado bags that have been yeah, forgotten. 10,000 Ocado, very good, that have been forgotten. The, the, a, the fruit tiered fruit stand so that the bananas don't make everything go off. I am quite fancying this column, you know. The um, jumbled I, collection of mugs. The breakfast bar overhang with the two barge stools. No one has ever had breakfast ever, or any other meal there. The breakfast bar, which is only used for more cluttered up Just shite. Put, yeah. Yeah. Um, little plastic pots of earth. Which were meant to be seeds germinating, but everyone lost interest. Everyone lost interest and they died. Old science projects. Um, several, look at all those radios. Several radios. Several radios, including Robert's radios, which aren't digital, but you can't bet to throw away. One, yeah, exactly. Baz Lerman commissioned a Clive Christian kitchen for his townhouse in Gramercy, New York. Mm. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. So by putting them in, I can then, the, the way you make the, fi- the, 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 the thing is, Mila Kunis, yeah. you know, has she got... A cat litter full of poos which don't really smell. Yeah, exactly. So you can just say I, I, that. You, you, Has she got a pair of rubber gloves clipped to the wall with a. You never clip to the wall? I do, now? all the time, no. all the time. All have the time. Ever, I was thinking yesterday, have you ever clipped them? Yes. I, I have. so hate, more than anything, the brown, slimy marigolds flapped over the side of the thing. When I go to wash anything, don't look at me like that. No, I'm really, really offended. I no, make such I, a special effort to clip those things to the wall. I don't all think all you the time, do. I, I actually do. The, okay, look, let's not fight about it, but that bull clip, that whole system, I'm. Why am I? Why am I? Why do I so often, like three times a day, clip it? Can I'm it give, so, I'm no, no, can I just say, given that second. I no, but just that I, given that I've never used the gloves, how come I've because ever? Because you never them do up? any fucking washing up. I wash up with my bare hands. No, you don't. I washed up last night. Oh, well done. Well, no, that was the last I meal said, we I had. Said, no, I said, is that it okay? Was the last you, meal we no, had. I said, is it okay to, for, for you to wash up? And you went, ugh. <laughs> like that, that was a joke. I mean, no, it wasn't. Exasperated. Don't you dare say it was a joke. It was real. It wasn't real. It was. It wasn't real. I wash up lots. Fucking The fact liar. that I've ever pinned the marigolds back is extraordinary because I've never used them. So that means you, you like, at least three times a day, wash when up. When I've been doing the fucking washing hag, up. Hag. <laughs> Uh, okay, kitchens. What else? That's funny. That's a funny column. Um, right, where's my fucking running order? What have you done with it? At some point when you were haggishly not <laughs> hanging up your Hanging around. I printed out a running order. I'm just telling you what's on your running order because I wrote it down. So I'm telling you that the subjects that I'm willing to discuss, yeah. and you can or not, are 
no more boozy parties, office parties, the decline of cooking shows, UPFs, grade inflation and Kathleen stock. Yeah, what do you think is that? So I see a parallel between grade inflation and Kathleen stock. Should we, okay. should we, should we give the story quick? The story is percentages of first class degrees. This one comes around often. We know it's about like one in three gets a first. It's thirty nine percent, which is even more than one in three. That's quite a lot. Uh, and uh, we, you know, the grade inflation story comes around a lot. It happens at O level and A level. It makes it hard for schools, sixth form colleges, to select. I'm calling it O level. My, my haggish Alzheimer's, yeah. but uh, GCSE. So inflation of GCSEs makes it quite hard for sixth form colleges and schools to choose new sixth form kids because they've all got yeah. ones or whatever it is now. Mm. Uh, A-levels makes it hard for universities because everyone gets A-stars and everything. And then there's the inflation of... And they, they're saying that it was 21% of people getting first-class degrees in 2011 it's gone up to 39% partly this is to do with some sort of self-assessment type of thing in pandemic when I was at university it was 7% I, and I was wondering why is it that they're having this inflation because uh, as they kind of look to democratise access are they looking at other things more than academic achievement then you would have thought grades would go down but they, are they I, don't, I don't understand grade inflation I don't, so I'm surely you just go you just say right 7% of the year are going to get firsts, 25% are going to get yeah. two ones, the rest and blah, blah, blah. And then, and then you just, however well people do, you just move the bar around. Yeah, so it's not, it's so not about like, marking being, no. being yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you just go, right, there we go, so the top 7% there, cut that off there, 25 there, there. And it, it's just, I just don't get it, but you're just, you just, you fuck everything up, you devalue it's, everything. It is it's like, really weird. if you take Michelin stars, you get three stars, two stars, one star, mm. a knife and fork, a bib, they don't just suddenly one year go, oh, fucking give McDonald's a three star, fuck it. Yeah. They still have the same criteria. It goes up and down depending on how, you know, it's a bit arbitrary as those things are. But you're quite right. It shouldn't be hard for the examiners. You just no, cut them off. What a fair. first is, is the top yeah. 15% of people. Yes, what yes, a 2 yes. 1 is, is that. Because then, because if you don't do that, it doesn't mean it. And also, it, can, it devalues your 2 1. Like, it devalues literally everything because you're moving everything down. It, yeah. it's, I, don't, it's I, saying, I don't get it. And then it's saying, we don't want to rate them. There's a business, they're, they're saying there's a sort of stakeholder element that because kids have to pay more and more to go yeah, to university gonna, yeah, and was... post the 9,000 yeah. a year cutoff tuition fees point, they're going, yeah. it's not fair for people to pay money yeah. and then get a shit degree. But you're not buying anything. If you haven't got a differentiation, you've spent your nine grand, you've gone and worked really, really hard and been in the top 10% of the thing and you've just got a first like everyone else, mm -hmm. you've completely devalued the university experience. Yeah. Um, and that story is in the Times on page nine, underneath the story Oxford offers trauma advice for trans talk which in my mind unifies the two stories. I wouldn't necessarily go looking for them, but the main, the lead story on the paper, you know, we can get a guide to how people, Times readers, Times editors feel about issues by how they, where they put them. And so top of page nine, the stories about Kathleen Stock, gender critical, lesbian, feminist academic who had to leave Sussex University and doesn't like the trans woman as a woman narrative and doesn't hold with it. She's been invited to speak at the Oxford Union and there is an outcry uh, because she's going, but Oxford Union have said that they will provide welfare resources to help students cope with the talk. They're going to have people in basically high vis standing around because when people faint because she said... But I would have thought that the wealth, the only people they need to support people who disagree with Kathleen Stock's views are their tutors. Because surely it is your tutors at Oxford who encourage you to confront ideas and issues that you don't believe and you disagree but your with. Your tutors may not agree with you. 
Um, I and I think it's because they're dim. I think it's because there's nothing... Because they all arrive at university, they don't, have, they don't get tested properly anymore. They get to university, and then they all get handed out first and second. It doesn't matter. 30, 37.9% get firsts. Those are the people who can spell. That's people who can write their own name. It used to be fewer than that got first and two ones. You were yeah. down into the two twos. Third don't even exist anymore. If... If, if you're half, you've got half a brain, you arrive at university, the first is nailed on, what are you going to do with your time? Make a massive fuss about shit like this. Are you saying that they're making a massive fuss about Kathleen Stock's appearance at the union because they're not spending enough time in the library? Yes! Too much time on their hands. Yeah, it's... it's um, the development comes days after an adult entertainment star spoke to a packed event at the union... And some students said no support was put in place for anyone upset by that booking. So a, a porn star has come and given a talk with you. Quite funny, okay? The, I don't know whether the talk... It's was, so typical of the union. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's just very... Yeah, well, but, it's, it's, it's really weird that, they no, have, but they, but that the they, union is run no, by these... The, the union seems to be run by the quite provocative people who are inviting porn stars and Kathleen Stock. And they know... The president the, of the Ka union. Kathleen Stock, least scary person in the world. But, it's, but it, it's, it seems to be quite polarised within the union itself, that you're having people, they, they are inviting provocative speakers, and then... This word provocative, though. They're speakers who think different things. Now, I have some sympathy for Alfie Davis, the Oxford Union LGBTQ plus society's welfare secretary. Mm -hmm. It's a hell of a job to be the Oxford Union LGBTQ plus society's welfare secretary. And if anyone is going to make a big whiz about that, is it? he said... Every day, an ongoing choice is made by the president and librarian of the union to not... Oh, we split an infinitive. He shouldn't even be there. To not disinvite stock. And they must be held accountable for that. So he's saying every day that they don't disinvite her, they're right. doing something bad. So he's annoyed about that. He then went on to said, we're tired of the union platforming divisive speakers to generate controversy. So right. you can see where he's coming from. You're mm -hmm. saying that... But I just don't think that her point is divisive or constructive. I would like to say when I was at Oxford, they had, a, they had a speaker event in the first term and I went along and the speaker was Bassam Abu Sharif, who was the number two of Yasser Arafat, then right. the head of the PLO. Mm -hmm. And he, his, he was, the, Arafat couldn't come here because of terrorist legislation and they invited him to, and I went along as a Jew with mm -hmm. lots of other Jewish kids and we thought, fucking hell. And the thing was packed with yeah. these people and Bassam, Bassam Abu Sharif stood up and made a fantastic case for Palestinian liberation, mm -hmm. ju ju justifying the uses of terrorism in that act. I thought, fucking brilliant and signed up. For the rest of my career, it was just Stephen Fry coming and talking <laughs> about fucking Brighthead and it was all shit and sting talking about, and I, I know, I, and I wasn't, a, I didn't need comfort. I did not as a Jew who'd gone to hear the deputy head of the PLO talk about why it's okay to kill Jews. I didn't need support and comfort. I came out and going, fucking hell, what a bastard. Oh no, maybe he's got a point. No, he's a bastard. Mm -hmm. Went for a few beers, then went back to the library and did some work. Yeah. And he wants to have, they have some porno star or a nice... But yeah, I... I... Oh, yeah, but that, that is just... If you can't write in the column, it's such an old man haggish yeah, point of view. Haggish. It's a hag. Well, it's some haggish with... Haggish. <laughs> it's haggish. Haggish with tatties and neeps. <laughs>
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 